Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio. Well, I have to say today's going to be beautiful, 73 degrees today. And then it's supposed to drop about 10 degrees tomorrow to 63. But the fact that it's not cold, there's no snow, and it's beautiful outside is an amazing thing right now, given these times we're in. And um, I have to say thank you to everybody for continuing to listen, buying the Michelle Thomas courses using the promotional code C-H-E-N-E-L-L um, to get a, a foundation course uh, at 35% off, um, which is good until the 20th of September, 2021. Um, also, Thank you to Anchor, because without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this week in and week out. And, you know, today's episode, I really had to think about, like, what I wanted to talk about, because I've been giving, um, you know, resources to different languages recently. Um, and I kind of felt that I wanted to talk about, um, you know, the difficulties you know, being visually impaired, using adaptive equipment to make your podcast or do an interview and, you know, trying to find certain materials um, and equipment to use in order to be able to successfully um, create that podcast, you know, episode of your dreams. And it, you know, it is difficult because, I'm using text-to-speech software on my iOS devices, which is VoiceOver. And, you know, it's a text-to-speech software that you can um, use to have words read on the screen to you. Um, you can navigate your phones, um, tablets, your Macs, um, either using a keyboard that's Bluetooth, or, um, you know, gestures, or if you have an Apple Pencil for, like, your iPad Pro first or second generation or third generation iPad Pro, um, you know, to navigate. And to be honest, um, for a lot of people that have uh, limited residual vision like I do out of one eye and none in the left or uh, right eye, it's, you know difficult sometimes when you're working on an app and you're trying to find out, you know, is this particular dongle going to be compatible with your iOS devices? Like I actually bought a USB hub that didn't have an adapter and it wasn't, um, I wasn't able to use it, but then I bought a audio input cable that had a male to female connection to it and I couldn't use that either and I wound up having to get my money back from Amazon and because I don't have a car I don't drive and it's difficult for me to get to the post office I was given my money back by Amazon which was great because it was like almost $25 I had spent and you know those are like that's just one example of you know, what it's like for me to have to be in quarantine, can't really go too many places still, um, 
you know, I just go to the places I need to go, um, whether it's to pick up a prescription or go to the grocery store or, you know, get personal items. Now I've gotten to the point where I just start ordering stuff online and having it shipped to my house, um, which might take a day or two. And that's something that, you know, most people don't really think about when they have to go somewhere and they have limited to no vision or their um, environment is not as accessible transportation-wise or they don't have family or friends nearby to take them. So, you know, for me, I'll get up and I will take my guide dog and we will go and catch a bus a mile up the road just to get to the grocery store, which I have to transfer two buses just to do. And like, as a prime example, um, you know, I had to go get my um, equipment situated at the beginning of the week um, because I wanted to make sure I was hooking up all of my uh, equipment together properly just to make sure that I was able to use my microphone, my Q2U Samsung microphone, um, correctly. And I wound up having to trade in the USB to lightning, um, video adapter, um, for the USB video adapter slash charger, um, which was an additional $10. So I only had to spend $10, which was fine. But, you know, now I can charge my phone or my tablet and use the microphone without having to use the USB hub that I just bought. But I, I decided to keep the USB hub because I paid $19 for it. And, you know, because you never know when you're going to need a bigger power supply, which is a good thing. And, and everything is becoming more and more, um, condensed in size and so for me you know I have to have voiceover read to me like the different descriptions of you know is this accessible with Mac um, am I getting the right case for my phone or am I getting the right case for my iPad Pro and that was a living nightmare to say the least all because I was dealing with the fact that you know, okay, so they upgraded the iPads to 11 inch now. And so if you want to get an iPad case for your iPad Pro and it's a 10 and a half inch, you got to do the 10.2, which is their equivalent of the 10 and a half inch. And I said, you know, it took me a long time to scroll like a couple days just because I wanted to make sure I was getting the right thing. It was the right price, the right color. And thank God for Amazon Prime because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do so, you know, without having to pay shipping and handling. And I mean, it. thank you to Amazon and Apple because that's where I got the bulk of my stuff to set up my podcast studio independently and I I can travel with it too which is great um because I've really condensed my 
um, equipment down to my iPhone 11 Pro, my iPad Pro, my Apple Watch 6th generation, my Beats Solo Pro headphones, and my Apple TV. So I no longer have a MacBook Pro because I traded it in because I don't use it. And to be honest, like, you know, I want to make sure that everything that I have is conducive with my comfort level when making a podcast or traveling. The less I have, the better off I am, you know, and it doesn't take up like 20 or 30 pounds on my back, for which I can only carry 15 pounds on my back to begin with. And, you know, when you're trying to do a podcast show or you're trying to interview somebody, you want to make sure the sound quality is going to be the best that you can make it. And this is something new that I'm learning about is what is compatible with my um, Apple iOS devices, you know, because you don't want to buy something and then it's not accessible. Um, I will say, yeah, it takes a lot for me to be able to successfully um, make sure everything's connected correctly because I live by myself and I don't have anybody sighted around and I have to go off of YouTube videos to have someone explain how to hook everything up correctly and then I have to test it myself and the only drawback is that if you're doing it on a computer that's one thing you can hear the the noise from the microphone but because I'm using a lightning bolt to USB adapter which is video and audio um, you're not going to hear it because it's thinking, the device is thinking that it's a headphone and it's not a headphone. It's just, um, you know, the adapter connected to the end of the lightning port in order for you to be able to record using your um, Q2U uh, microphone. And then once you want to listen, you have to unplug the adapter from the device and then play it back to see how it sounds. Now that's the only drawback to this that is annoying to me personally. But the fact that I only paid $70 for it um, says, you know, volumes. But I did say to myself, you know, um, there are plenty of other microphones I would like to experiment with at some point. And I would love to hook up with some um, tech companies just to see how their products work well with my Apple devices in order to make my podcast sound much more dynamic and much more clear for everybody to listen to. Like right now, I'm recording this in my closet, just using my iPhone at the moment. So that says volumes right there. But I will say, you know, um, I was able to get all of my... um, technology that I needed and I mean the most money I spent was on my headphones which was $300 and I'm going to be honest like when you're recording a podcast a lot of people do it from their laptop some people do it from their phone some people do it from their their tablet or their iPad or whatever and you know that's the greatest thing on the face of the planet 
you know, to be able to do a podcast show and make it sound professional without having to break the bank. Now, I mean, yes, the next thing I have to experiment with is a selfie stick, which I will probably get next month and see how that works. But, um, you know, being visually impaired and not being able to, like, test stuff out beforehand, it can be a little annoying, especially when you're trying to buy something and, you know, see how it really works with what it is you're trying to do. And I did buy myself a tripod for under 20 bucks and it came out, um, it came out to be, you know, pretty good. Um, however, in the same token, um, it's one of those things where I'm experimenting with new technology that I've never used before and new equipment. And so it's a learning experience for me, given the fact that I've been doing my podcast show just from my phone for almost three years now. So this is an experience that I'm really getting used to, um, you know, dealing with on a daily basis. And that says volumes, even when you're learning a language. Because if you're trying to put off a podcast based off of language learning or cooking or whatever your hobby happens to be, you know, and you're visually impaired, you know, a lot of people are technical savvy. But when you're not as technical savvy as I am, you're learning on the go. You're learning from trial and error. And sometimes it will cost you a little bit of money and a little bit of sacrifice just to be able to make sure that you have the equipment necessary to make your show a success or shows like in the case of me a success and I do have to say you know yeah it can be frustrating and it was frustrating over the weekend to try to find the right case for my um uh iPad Pro and I mean I spent like a little bit over $30 almost $35 for two cases you know, and to be honest, um, I still need to find me a sleeve for my iPad Pro. And I mean, personally, it's like, that's another thing. Uh, uh, Apple has sleeves for like the MacBook Pros and stuff, but they don't have sleeves for like your iPad. They have the cases, but you can find a, a cheaper case online for less money. I mean, you could probably buy about four cases that equals the amount of money that you would have paid for um, one case from them. Or if you went to Target or Best Buy, as an example, and I have, and it's like 49 50 bucks. And I said, well, you know, um, let me go to Walmart. And Walmart is, you know... Um, pretty inexpensive. I mean, I bought a screen protector for 13 bucks and I bought a case for 20 and it wasn't that bad. But at the same time too, when you think about it, you're um, spending money and you can go like to Amazon and get, you know, three cases for 40 bucks. And that says something right there. But at the same time, you know, you want to make sure that it's matching with the iPad that you have. Which generation do you have? You know, and and that can be quite cumbersome at times. And I mean, yeah, I did order the wrong thing 
at one point and I did get my money back but I kept it just in case I needed it you know um later on for something or whatever and that says volumes for me you know and it also says volumes that you know I didn't give up I kept going and yes I probably will buy me a sleeve for my iPad um pro second generation and I said you know I will eventually pay my phone off and I will eventually get the new iPad whenever it comes out um you know but you know once again if I only bought two cases you know if I had gotten 11 inch iPad or whatever then it wouldn't cost me that much to get me two more cases you know um, but that's another thing, you know, trying to find the right tablet that you want to use. What size do you want it to be? What's your comfort level? I mean, I could spend $1,600 on the iPad Pro 12.9 inch with, you know, Wi-Fi and, um, cellular, but, you know, I'm like, that's like really big. I want the 11 inch because that's my speed. I like something that's in the middle, not something that's really small, but not something that's really big either. And I mean, it's something that I can carry around, you know, but I mean, this is going to be my main computer. So for me, you know, you know, having dongles and having, um, you know, USB C, um, um, hard drives and, you know, being able to save all your information on one, one device and, and port it over to another. It's becoming more and more smaller, much more, um, conducive to what you need, like as far as portability. And, you know, I said, that's, you know, another thing, getting cases so I can, put those types of things inside of the um, bag and I won't lose them. You know, have a certain case for my dongles and then have a certain case for my cords and get a, a portable charger that's going to charge my stuff faster. And I mean, those are the things that, you know, I have to take in consideration when I'm traveling or I'm going over to someone's house or whatever the case is, because you know, not everybody's going to have the same stuff and it's not going to match up with what you have personally, you know. So for me, that's a learning experience as well. And I'm sure that a lot of people can identify with this. So if you can, please leave me a, a voice message at anchor.fm slash Chanel Patrice Hancock, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-H-A-N-C-L-C-K. And I will um, get back to you guys because personally, um, you know, I want to know, you know, what do you find difficult if you were to have your own podcast show or, you know, you're buying technology in order to learn your languages? Um, you know, what do you find difficult? Is it the price of the stuff? Have you, like, traded your old stuff in to get money so you can get new stuff? You know, have you thought about doing refurbished stuff? I mean, I'm taking two MacBook Pros 
and a watch and I'm getting money for it so I can get me the Apple Watch. You know, that's the six in green. So for me personally, it's like, yes, I go out, I go walking. I don't use a Fitbit. I use my Apple devices because they all sync up with each other. And that's another thing. You want to find stuff that's going to sync with what you have. And, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, you can also do payment plans through your cell phone companies in order to get a watch, in order to get, um, you know, a tablet or whatever, or a phone. And yes, it might take 30 payments for two of those things. But at the same time, you know, I know when I get my stimulus check, I'm going to pay off my phone because I only owe 500 and something dollars left. So instead of paying it throughout the year, I'm just going to pay it off. And that's one less thing for me to have to worry about. Then I'm going to wait until it's time for the new iPad to come out. I'm going to go and see what it looks like. And then if I have the money, I'll just buy it, you know, or I might just do a payment plan. That way, you know, I could do it and be happy with what I have. Um, you know, and if I get it again through my cell phone company, then, you know, I can get the insurance through them and I'm good to go. Yeah, will it cost me around almost the same amount of money I'm paying now? Yeah, but I'm happy with that because, you know, it's that means something to me personally. You know, I would be able to, um, you know, have something and pay for it. And I'm not someone where I, once I get it, like the next year I have to get a new one. No, no. I can use it until whenever and then get um, another one, you know, a few years from now. But that's a good thing about having payment plans. If you're on a fixed income, you know, you can do a payment plan here in the States. And I'm sure that that's probably possible. I'm not really for sure. Um, overseas as well. So, I mean, there's some countries where you have to buy the stuff outright and it's a lot more money because it's in U.S. dollars and it's not, you know, um, the it's much more in the currency wherever the person may live in whatever country they live in throughout the world. So, yeah, I mean, yes, this stuff is expensive, but it's worth it. It's an investment that you can have for a very long time. And I've been using Apple products since 2009 and you know, I do feel that as someone that is visually impaired, it's something that I particularly enjoy, um, you know, making sure stuff is accessible for me when I'm using it. So I have my magic keyboard. I have my iPad. I have my headphones and my phone and my watch and my Apple TV. And I said, you know, those are that's all I need for me personally, Apple wise. And, you know, I mean, they come out with a new device every single year. And to be honest, like a lot of people, even if they're on a fixed income, can't afford a new device every single year. So, you know, I'm quite happy because I'm working with Michelle Thomas and I'm working with Utah, um, for which I will put the promotional codes down and the links to those particular sites if you want to buy a foundation course from Michelle Thomas um, 35% off. And if you, um, want to subscribe to a monthly, yearly, or bi-yearly subscription using the Utah link that I have and get 20% off, 
then, you know, that is a good thing right there. And to be honest, um, you know, when you buy a course and use the affiliate links, I get a percentage of, of the um, sale as well. So that's a cool thing. I make money on the side too, doing this. And um, I love teaming up with you, Talk and Michelle Thomas. They're awesome. And um, to be uh, honest, you know, when you find that you can do everything digitally now and you don't have to buy the physical like CD anymore or audiobook, you can just listen to it on your phone or your tablet. That that says volumes. You take it right with you. And I mean, I have to say, you know, if it wasn't for Amazon, if it wasn't for Apple, I wouldn't be able to have the amount of accessibility with the devices that I have. And yes, it is a learning experience when you're putting together your own studio for podcasting under $1,000. And I mean, I, I probably spent about $700 this month just, you know, in the, you know, getting a dongle and getting... Um, you know, a USB hub and getting a keyboard and the headphones and the microphone and the adapter, the, you know, to go with it and, you know, cases and, um, you know, paying for the warranties. So after you finish doing all that, you know, it adds up and, um, you know, for me personally, I'm very happy that I'm able to say, you know, I don't have very much left to go in regards to having everything I need. And I mean, you know, you're buying a phone case to a stand rather to just, you know, put your phone on and then you're buying one for your um, uh, your iPad and you know, so you can do everything correctly. You're buying a, a microphone stand and yeah, the stuff costs money. And I mean, the good thing is, is that a lot of the stuff that I bought minus the keyboard, the microphone and the headphones, everything else was under $20. So, and you know, um, I'm not affiliated with Amazon or Apple, but you know, those are the places I like to be going shopping for my stuff. Um, I probably won't stop shopping at either place. Um, but yeah, I would have to say that's an experience by itself, you know, and thank God for voiceover on the, my iPhone and my iPad Pro, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to independently shop for the things that I need, um, because I can't read the screen, you know, and the pictures are like extremely small. So, you know, for me, these things are important when I'm making my podcast show. And so the fact that I'm recording in my closet is hot right now. And I'm about to finish this up by saying, you know, if you guys want to set up your own um, podcast, you know, go to Apple. If you have Apple, go to Amazon and you know, everything's under $20, you know, and, you know, just make sure that you can find the stuff that you need that's accessible with the devices you have. Um, and it might take you some time, but it's worth it. Um, 
I will put the links in the show notes for you guys go to go to if you guys want to learn a language through Utalk affiliate link and the affiliate link for Michelle Thomas as well. And also, if you want to check out, um, you know, some of the stuff that I purchased on Apple and Amazon. Um, thank you for subscribing and rating and reviewing the podcast. I appreciate it. Keep it coming. Um, we're almost at 20K, you guys. If we can get to 20K before the end of the month next month, I would greatly appreciate it. Because we'll be hitting the three-year mark on um, the 3rd of um, May. Woohoo! And we're 122 countries and 44 states, which is awesome. So thank you guys for listening to me. I really appreciate it. I do this for you guys. Thank you to you Talk, And thank you to Michelle Thomas and Apple and Amazon. Um, I really appreciate it. And... If you want to subscribe, rate, and review, go to Spotify, Google Play Store, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where podcasts are downloaded, Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S, Language Learning Journey Podcast. And if you want to cook some of the foods that I make, you can also go to Cooking with Chanel, the visually impaired way at Anchor as well, and I'm also on Spotify and all the other podcast um, sites as well. Remember, language learning is a journey and a process, not a race. Enjoy the podcast, enjoy the episode, and I'll see you in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Me salami.